Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the New Mindset, New Me podcast. I am your host, Maria. And today I'm going to be talking about a topic that really excites me to talk about because I have been on a journey with it. And that is self-love, falling in love with you and feeling good from the inside out, generally. So the main topics I will go into, the main points I will go into in this episode is how to feel good from the inside out, and really just falling in love with improving yourself and not from a place of feeling like you always have to be improving because I do believe that is not a healthy mindset, but just falling in love with becoming that best version of you and doing what you can to become that version. So yeah, I do just want to preface that. like It is very important that while you can change and make changes in whatever way it may be, like do it from a place of self-love, like love yourself enough to change. So how can you do that? I think it's really important. And this is like one of the biggest tips I can give you, but working out and eating healthy not only helps you with your physical health, of course, but your mental health as well. And I say that from experience and it's just like proven. When you are moving your body and you are taking care of yourself and your health, you're mentally going to feel so much better. I feel like when you're not eating what is good for your body, and that doesn't mean you have to restrict, like definitely do not restrict, but there is foods that are good for you and foods that aren't good for you. Now you can have a balanced way of eating to where you are able to eat things that you want that, yeah, they may not necessarily be the most like nutritious things for you but if you have it in balance while also eating things that have the nutritional value that your body needs and that make you feel good that's the key it's not to restrict because this is one thing that I say I'm vegan and a lot of people think that if you're vegan you're naturally just healthier but that's not the case you can definitely be an unhealthy vegan like there's so much junk that is vegan um but I also tell people like If being vegan is not going to make you happy, then don't be vegan because there's no point to that, you know? Um, I feel like you don't want to start eating a whole bunch of healthy foods just because they're healthy if it's not going to make you feel good, like, mentally and internally. Like, yeah, they may be good for you, but if you're not also giving yourself what you know you actually like, then there's no point. Like, you're not going to be happy and I think that kind of defeats the purpose of a lot of things it's like why go a healthy route if that route is not going to make you happy that's why I believe in having a balance so you know of course eat the fruits the vegetables the protein that you need like have that intake but also treat yourself there's no problem with treating yourself you just you know just know your limits and know what is good for you and as that improves you physically and your health you feel so much better you have more energy and like that improves your mental state is finding something that works for you and that makes you feel good. Do not go and do a workout plan that is going to make you feel miserable. Granted, if you've never done workout, if you've never worked out before um, or you haven't in a while, of course, you're, you're, you might not love whatever you start with. Give it time before you make that decision of like if you like it or not. But if it's been a while, you've given it a try and you're like, this really isn't for me. I'm not happy doing it. Don't force yourself to continue it. Don't force yourself to continue something that you've tried for a while and you know it just isn't making you feel happy. And 
instead try something new that's why I dance I've said it before dancing I love it it makes me feel good and honestly that added into my strength training workouts definitely has been making me see a difference in my body and not only that mentally helped is helping me so much like I'm really falling in love with improving myself and from a way of like really enjoying it and knowing that this is bringing me to be that best version of me it's not from a place of like that external validation or anything something that I actually am noticing is like I me noticing the way that my body is changing for the way that I want it to even though it's not exactly at like that final point that I want to get to although I don't I'm not ever going to get to a final point where I'm like okay I'm all set I'm done like no I'm gonna always want to be working out and just being fit because that's what I want for myself but I'm getting to the point where I can look at myself and even though it's not you know quote-unquote perfect to what my ideal is I'm still like wow I'm hot like I love my body and there's changes in it that I am loving to see happen and it motivates me more and more to just continue working on myself for myself because I'm feeling really good. Now, it's not for any external validation. Granted, honestly, we it's great to be complimented, but sometimes those compliments, if we don't, if we're not confident in ourselves, we're not going to really care about anyone else's comp- compliments because why would we believe that if we don't believe it within ourselves? And that's why I say feeling good from the inside out and that when you're healthy inside, you are confident within yourself, you feel that externally as well, even more. So like in the past, when I was smaller, but I didn't have that self-love, that self-worth and that confidence, I felt so much worse about myself than I do now when I am not as small as I used to be. And that's not to say that like being small has to equal you know, being better and that it should be expected that you feel better that way about yourself because no, for me, that's just my experience where I always expected, like, I mean, I never grew up small. Like, I was always a bigger kid. And so when I had lost the weight, I obviously would have expected to feel so much happier with myself and so much more confident, but that's not the case at all. How I feel about myself now is the best I've ever felt about myself. And that's because I'm working on myself and I'm working out and I'm eating right for me and doing it in a way that is sustainable and healthy and that isn't on a time constraint of some end goal that I have to get to at a certain time. It's not for it's not for me to say, okay, I have this thing that I'm going to or whatever it is and Once I look great and I go to that, I'm going to feel happier than ever. Like, no, this is just for a lifestyle now. It's not for some short-term, like, short-lasting result. Like, this is for long-lasting results. And that's how you should do it. You should never go on, like, a a fitness journey just for some short result. Like, you want it to be a life-changing result. Like, you want this to become a lifestyle If you're going to start working out, make it a lifestyle. And that's also why I say find something that makes you feel good. Because if you're not happy doing something, it's going to be really hard for it to be sustainable and for you to make it a lifestyle. Whereas if you do really enjoy it and it's helping you get healthier and more fit, that's a lifestyle change that is going to be so great for you. Now, I want to get into self-worth because oftentimes the reason why we don't 
love ourselves or we don't care for ourselves is we, we it's because we lack self-worth now i've always felt on some degree that i am worthy of this life that i want i never really thought that oh i'm not worthy of this or i don't deserve to live this life or i don't deserve this love that i want like i've always kind of knew like no i deserve it um and i'm I knew I I deserved it, but on a deeper level, I uncovered that, like, but was I sure that I was worthy of it? Because I feel like you can say, like, yeah, no, I'm worthy of it. Like, I deserve it. But then if you're also saying, I'll be able to get it once I lose X amount of weight, I'll be able to get it once I've achieved whatever, that is kind of showing that you believe that those external things and factors determine your worth, and that's not right that's not true you simply just as you are is why you are worthy you are innately worthy of what you want and no matter what stage you are in you are worthy of that and having true self-worth is not waiting for that end result to actually go for what you want it's not waiting for some big change that you feel is going to make you better to start working towards that life that you want or go after the relationship that you want and really try to get that having that worth is knowing that no matter where you are at you are worthy and deserving of it and trusting that it will come to you and learning your self-worth and is not letting anyone or anything else diminish it knowing your self-worth is being able to be so secure within yourself and then have something happen that challenges that but you don't step back from how much worth you have you don't change your mind on that you know no this is what I thought of myself before this happened so I'm not gonna let that change how I feel about myself I'm still secure of myself I still know my worth and I still love myself regardless of what happened and that will lead to the confidence and security you want to cultivate in the past and this will go into like attachment styles when it comes to relationships which I'll get into Um, but in the past, I, you know, I would be working on my self-love and, you know, doing these things like affirmations and whatnot, and I would feel really good, but then something would happen, whether it's someone I'm talking to, like going on dates, that it wouldn't work out, and I would start to question, like, why it wouldn't work out in the sense of, like, why me or why never me, like, I would question, like, why can I never just find someone like to want to continue pursuing me? And, um, you know, I would have a lot of like self-judgment on what I could have quote unquote done differently. And that was me lacking self-worth. Like I, I thought that I had this self-worth, but then once something didn't work out with someone else, suddenly I lost it. And I thought that I was the problem or that there was something wrong with me. So it really just showed me that I truly did have a long way to go. And not going to lie, I still do have trouble with that sometimes. I definitely believe I am worthy. And I know that whatever doesn't work out is actually working out for me because it's working for my greater good. And I have enough self-love and self-worth to not let things tear down my confidence anymore and to not let something you know take control over my emotions now of course if anxious patterns come back up because they definitely do it's like I allow myself to go through that but it no longer 
keeps me like not doing anything else because in the past I would be that type where I'm like just waiting for a text back or for communication from someone that I'm like getting to know and talk to and um it would literally take my whole day like I wouldn't be doing things that I could have been doing because I'm just so attached to why aren't they texting me and then of course when they would text me I would get that that validation and that spark and then suddenly I feel so much better and I'm able to be productive like that is not healthy like that's me putting more of my worth into someone else's hands into something that is outside of me and that is not okay so if you do that honey that's not okay and we are here to change that it's a journey it takes work but it is possible it's healing it's healing it's a healing journey I'm still healing that now that goes into attachment styles, which attachment styles are very important to get clear on when it comes to falling in love with yourself. You want to love yourself enough to work on your attachment styles because that will that will allow you to have the healthy relationships that you want, whether that's platonic or romantic. Now this I will more specific I will more specifically talk romantic relationship wise, but there's three attachment styles ancient ancient (laughs) there's anxious attachment avoidant and secure and you could have like a mix of those i definitely fall into the more anxious side or at least in the past i've been working on becoming secure for a while now i've like taken probably a year off dating um because last year i did a lot of it and (laughs) it was just a lot on me because I was definitely still in my anxious attachment. So now I'm very much working on being secure within myself. And so to get into those, there is a book called Attached that will go more into these styles, um, which I haven't finished the book, but I read a lot of it. I just um, have not finished it, but it's called Attached. And it's by, I'm probably going to butcher this name, but Amir Levine and Rachel S.F. Heller, I believe. but you can get that on like Audible, Amazon, stores, whatever. Um, it is good. It goes into the attachment style. So if you want to learn more about it, other than what I'm about to share, definitely go look into that. Especially if you're in a relationship or if you have been in relationships in the past that you are trying to heal from. But if you have an anxious attachment, from my experience, you you kind of get worried or anxious, of course, if you're not getting that kind of reassurance from a person. So that can lead into, you know, if you're texting and say they take so long to respond, like you are constantly waiting by your phone, like you're waiting for that text and you, it's like, and then as soon as they text you, like I said earlier, you get that spark of like validation. It's like they basically just validated that, oh, they're still interested. And that is being anxiously attached to them. It's also if you're in a relationship. Now, I have not been in a relationship to kind of talk fully on this. But if you're anxious in a relationship, that can be very damaging because you'll be overthinking a lot. And I'm sure many people can relate to this. I feel like there's so many anxious attachment people out there. And I relate. And, you know, it's something that we can work on and we don't have to really shame ourselves for it at all. But to be in a relationship and being and overthinking constantly about little things and just wondering, like, 
do they still like me? Do they still want to be with me? Like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's not healthy and that's very damaging mentally. So we definitely want to work on changing that. And that leads to being secure within yourself. Because if you're secure within yourself, you'll be secure in your relationships. Now, another attachment style is avoidant. So avoidance, avoidant people, they pull back when someone gets close. And so I believe this might be talked about in the book, or I've just been taught this from coaches, but avoidance and anxious attachments typically attract each other. Anxious people attach, um, attract avoidant people and avoidant people attract anxious people. And so a relationship like that will not always work out because you have someone very anxious who is constantly going to try and like prove themselves and prove their worth and show their love so this person won't leave them but then the avoidant wants to pull back whenever someone gets very close to them and both of these come from past traumas and things that they have not worked on that cause them to have these attachment styles and so relationships like that they're always going to be like a push and pull type of dynamic and we don't want that so the goal is to become secure and that comes with healing that comes with figuring out the root of why you are anxious in relationships or why you are avoidant and how you can heal that. And really, that is like a huge, deep amount of self-love is allowing yourself to heal what is causing you to be this way in relationships and allow yourself to open up to being secure in a relationship because oftentimes we get so comfortable in our attachments but also in our fears and our stories that we have told ourselves from the past and we're so comfortable in it that we don't want to change or we don't know how to change but true self-love is knowing okay this is something that I can work on because it's not benefiting me so how can I work on it true love is allowing yourself to work on these things and to heal that's how you know that you're truly falling in love with yourself is when you're letting yourself heal no matter how hard it's going to feel when you're having to face these things about you that you don't necessarily love but we have to get over that and get over the fear of facing it because facing it is our only way to get through it and to heal it so value your own opinion over anyone else's Make decisions that make you feel good, not for the not for the sake of making anyone else feel good. And also to go back to falling in love with working on yourself and self-improvement, I just want to touch on the fact that like you are so capable of becoming the version of you that you want to be. If you're even listening to this episode, by the way, I just saw 222. That's your sign that you are on the right track. You are worthy of becoming that version of you and you are so capable of it. Once you believe that you can do it, you will do it. So, but like I was saying, you are so capable of becoming that version of you or else you would not even be having that thought in your mind that you want to become that person. You know, like anything you want is attainable. You just have to be real with yourself and know what you have to do to get there and be brave enough and love yourself enough to do it even if it makes you uncomfortable at first. You have to face discomfort. And this is something that I get really passionate about because for so much of my life, I delayed progress in my life on things that I wanted to do and improving myself because I was uncomfortable. I didn't want to start because I was uncomfortable and not wanted to face that discomfort because it, it brought up 
anxiety, I delayed so much of my life because of that. But once you really realize like, okay, why am I going to stay stuck and keep affirming to myself that I can't be who I want to be or get to where I want to be because because of what? Because I simply just am too afraid to try. You may want to do something and you don't know if you can do it. So you're afraid because what if it doesn't work out? Well, yeah. What if it doesn't work out? Then at least you figured that out, right? At least you figured out, okay, maybe that's not the path for me, but at least I know and I'm not going to have this constant what if in my mind. No, you have to the more that you seek discomfort and go after what you want, the more you start to build that confidence. And that is how you show that you trust in yourself, you believe in yourself, and you ultimately love yourself. So again, like treating yourself, like allowing yourself to do what you want based on what you want to do and facing your fears of discomfort, that really just like proves to yourself that you are worthy. and you are regard whether you have fears of certain things or not like you are still worthy of the life that you want and worthy of being who you want to be but you have to allow yourself to get there you know it's not going to just fall into your lap without you doing any of the work and truly if you believe like all of that is going to happen without you doing anything like you're wrong <laughs> um hate to break it to you if you really think that someday Prince Charming's gonna knock on the door or someday your bank account's gonna be like overflowing with money with you not actually putting action into anything to get there like that's not realistic and that's okay we want to put in effort to get those rewards like that's fulfilling that is the best feeling is being rewarded for our efforts now I I also want to touch on um body confidence and body image because that is a huge topic when it comes to self-love because it I touched on it a bit earlier in the episode that you know I was changing my body for external reasons and not really for myself or my health and of course that wasn't sustainable but to go more into confidence and loving yourself where you are at whatever phase you're at in your body honestly everyone's gonna have imperfections but imperfections can be seen perfect in other people's eyes and oftentimes we are overly critical of ourselves for things that other people do not notice one thing that I didn't really necessarily like notice too much within myself until probably like five-ish years ago I don't really know it's a rough timeline but I used to not really notice that I had like hip dips and then when I did I started to become very self-aware of them and it became a slight insecurity of mine especially if I wanted to wear like dresses but when I would talk to my friends about it like a lot of people didn't notice or people would be my friends would be like oh like I have that too so it's like we're overly critical of things that a lot of people don't notice and stuff like so I think it's important to tell ourselves that these things that we are deeming as imperfect on our body, they're not that important. And if it's something, say, that you can't change, the faster you accept that part of yourself, the happier you will be. You know, for example, I naturally have bigger hips and thighs. And even with working out and stuff, like, that's always just 
I always, that's just always been a bigger part of me. And I'm accepting of that. You know, that's not something that I can change. Like, I mean, I can change it if I was like, but it's not something that I can just so easily change. And if I was to be really insecure about that, it would really stop me from just wearing what I want to wear and being happy within myself. So learning to accept something that you can't really change, the faster you accept it, the happier you, you become. And honestly, you'll you'll even like look at it and forget that you even had an insecurity of it, to be honest. Like something with me, I used to be insecure about like having stretch marks um, in the past. Now I'm not. I used to be insecure about having like arm hair. And then one day I just completely stopped being insecure about it. And now I'm, I literally, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm Hispanic. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> but things that you can't really change and that are just you accept them as you and honestly find the beauty in it like really wear your insecurities as like pride and as something that you're that you're now gonna like change your story around and be like this is what makes me beautiful this is what makes me me and it's not easy but it's one of those things where I don't necessarily like this term but it's very fitting but like fake it till you make it um though I don't really like that term because I don't want it to come across as acting fake, but really just try and change that story around your insecurities. Don't call them insecurities in, anymore. Like, look at them as what make as what makes you you and, and learn to just accept them. And now if it is an insecurity that you can change, you know, still accept it and don't judge yourself for it, but be like, okay, so how can I change this? How can I change to feel better about myself, but not from a place of hating this insecurity, but from a place of just being aware of it and knowing that, okay, I mean, I would like to change this. So how can I do that and then do it? You know, it should always be from a place of love, again, loving yourself enough to change and never from a place of hating yourself. And in general, I just think, again, like falling in love with yourself, self-improvement and just changing to become the better version of you it's all a process. It's a journey. There's ups and downs. And along the way, you'll feel like, oh, I'm so healed. Like I'm working on so much. And then other things will pop up that may trigger you. And the progress is in realizing how you now handle those triggers. And if you let yourself get back to where you were before you did all the work, or if you continue to move forward through the triggers and continue the work that you're doing on yourself, that's where the progress shows. But I just want to remind you all who are listening that you are so worthy as you are and once you finally realize that you are worthy of becoming that version of you and you start taking the action to actually heal change and become healthier from the inside out and start treating yourself with love and care and treating your body how it deserves to be treated with movement with what you put in your body and how you speak to your body you are gonna change your life and change your perspective and you're gonna just feel so much happier and it's all possible for you and once you do that your whole life will change you know becoming secure and happy and in love with yourself leads to you becoming happy secure and in love with your life and that leads to you inviting in and welcoming in and attracting people and things that will just add to you 
that will add to that happiness and add to that love. Rather than you feeling like you need to seek those things out to feel that love, you will feel it from within and naturally become magnetic to attracting those that just add to it. And that's the beauty of this whole process. It's becoming, it's feeling that love already and then attracting more love into your life. It's feeling happy and healthy and just feeling like you can do what you want to do and attracting external things that support that. That's the goal here. It's to already feel that fulfillment within ourselves and attract things that just add on to it. So I hope that you got some value from this episode and that you are ready to just go on your self-love journey if you haven't started it yet or if you are on it. I I am so proud of you and I hope that you maybe got some more things from this that just boosted your your spark for that journey even more and that you take charge of becoming that best version of you and I really hope you believe in yourself that you can because you can if you believe it you can and I believe in you so I love you thank you so much for listening to this and I will catch you on the next episode bye